welcome to Getting to Know Strangers. I'm Carl Moran from DataOperator.com. On this podcast, I secretly record my conversations with strangers, usually at bars, or I record my dates with new women with their consent, all to show you how to get to know strangers, make friends, and spark connections with those cuties in non-sleazy ways. To put it simply, this is the antithesis of pickup artistry. I will be analyzing and commentating on how both I and my strangers interact so you, the listener, can recognize conversational pitfalls and establish conversational pathways. With that said, I hope you enjoy the show. All right, guys, just to set the scene here, I'm at a bar that probably caters to people that are in their mid-20s to 40, somewhere around there. Um, I'm wearing a light brown jacket. A leather jacket and some black pants a lot of people keep noting that as like a 70s look and these these two guys will note it as well so I grab my beer from the bar I head outside to the patio area where it's a lot quieter uh, so my audio device can actually pick up conversations and not music and other people's conversations so I head outside see these two guys chuckling to themselves and it looks like one's about to light up a cigarette and I start a conversation how you guys doing good man could you uh could y'all use some company? Do you need a cigarette? <laughs> no, no, no. Just hang out. You wanna hang out? Yeah. We're gonna get pizza. But you got a whole cigarette. if you want to sit. Great. <laughs> My name's Carl, by the way. Carl? Yeah. Nice to meet you. Oh uh, lifetime friends. Um, lifetime. Dude, uh thirteen. Well, long, long time. Like, almost 20 years. In 19 years, counting. I'm guessing you guys started in Sacramento. Yes, we did. He's from L.A., and I'm from North Bay. And we just happened to start at the same school at the same fucking time when our families moved us up here. Was it like the new kids just came together? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty fucking much. Uh, can we just recognize... Do you ever see uh, the nice guys? No. Ryan Reynolds, and I'm just talking about, damn, beautiful, beautiful 70s fucking look going on right now, and I appreciate every single fucking inch. Thank you. You, you saw it. I told you to see it. I, I gave you my account <laughs> password so you could watch it because I own it. That's good. Yeah. Fucking 70s, man. Fucking clean. It's the whole... All right. Uh, tell your mom we'll be there in five minutes. Let me have a cigarette. What kept you guys together for so long? So what I think is a great question to ask two people or a group of people is, how do you know each other? It's a great conversation starter, simple. But since they've already emphasized that they've known each other for so long, I felt it was better to ask what's kept them together for so long. Uh, I felt like I would get the same information, but I might get something that was a little more heartwarming and that would set kind of set the mood for a more endearing conversation. All right, I'm also gonna point out, again, this is where they mentioned my, my look. So I'm putting time into my appearance. I want us all to put some time into our appearance, especially when we're trying to go meet new people. They're gonna be much more likely to engage with us if they think we have a nice or interesting look, and they're also much more likely to approach us if we have some nice attire on or some cool accessorizing going on mutual interests uh he was signed to uh session skateboards so before he got he's a little bit bigger now and i'm a little bit bigger too 
um, I was a musician and I was signed to a label. He was a pro skater. Okay. And but we met when we were kids and we lived only like a block away from each other, so we always hung out and like we did our money and we made our good cash and then we um, just used to link up like, hey dude, I'm in LA. Hey dude, I'm in Philly. I'm like our tour, my tour dates would mm-hmm. meet up with his. So like, but we knew each other for so many years, like sleepovers. Right. On it, honest, true to God, sleepovers. Is there a is there some heartwarming story where he really came through for you at one point? Every or, day or of my life, man. <laughs> Every day of my life. This is this is this is. The reason you're still here. Fucking, if we died tonight together, we'd probably have the same coffin, and they put both of us in it. Yeah. Gravestone. I, I would have no problem with his body linking with my deteriorating body and his deteriorating body to us, like, fucking lifelong. The, the gravestone wouldn't say, like, beloved father. It would be, like, beloved friend. It would be beloved homies. Oh, beloved homies. Uh, died together, lived together, drank together. Mm-hmm. Amen. Like, okay, how about a story where you, like, hated his guts? Was there ever a point at that? Was there ever one of those stories? Never. That's good. That's good. That's good homework. It was it was either Ty or Danny, but then you and I would walk off and be like, dude, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, there was one time we were hammered. Uh, he was my crasher. So I had my first apartment with uh, one of our four people groups, like starting college. Uh, and his longtime high school ex came over and said, lock the fucking door, you can fuck me. And and he came knocking on the door like four what? or five times, four or five times. She's like, just put it in me, it's fine, just put it in me. We talked about this like, what, like a year ago? What? Yeah, and I said, she was a homie hopper. Yeah, she was a that's homie hopper. That's a different level. But, but I said no every time. And then she would try and kiss me and lock the door. And then she would knock. And I'm like, dude, we're not doing fucking she anything. Was trying to, she was trying to just hurt you hurt you as much as po- like emotionally possible. Yeah, no. She but they had already been apart for like a fucking year and a half. Oh, man. He was good. He was good. Dude, like... How many what happened to this I woman? I was good. I was already. I was at that. Ah, uh, she's married to some fuckhead. It doesn't matter. I was seeing like I, when I was a young stallion. And I didn't have. All I was them. already telling him. <laughs> I was already telling him that you and I were fucking skinny fucking studs, like you, my friend. Yeah. We did that. How old are you? Sorry. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay, so I'm thirty two. Twenty eight. Yeah. So I'm younger than you, but still. We we <laughs> fucking had it on lock, and the emo scene, this man had, this is the third time I've seen him have long hair besides short hair, mm-hmm. but he used to have it fucking straight. Like, we were kings on the, the metal scene, and I was playing in a band, he was a fucking skater. It wasn't Sessions, man. What, 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 uh, what label? Were you signed to with in LA when you come upset? I, I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint. Media scare. Yeah. Okay. Media yeah. scare. So, yeah. so 
fucking pro. We used to just skate and start bonfires with twigs because it'd be so fucking cold in the middle of winter and sack. And we'd have a little bonfire and then we would skate some and warm up and skate some and warm up and like do we were like barely legal to buy cigarettes, that kind of thing. You guys ever touch the the skateboards anymore? Um I still do, but I he I used, I used to be uh, sponsored back in the day, but I never made it to pro status. I was just amateur. But there's this company in, uh, based out of the UK. Mystery. You were signed to Mystery. There it is. Well, no, that was slow. Yeah. But so in terms that's, of actual, in terms of actual like sponsorship, like sending you free sunglasses and shit. Clothing company called. Uh, everybody always has a different way of saying it. It's spelled N U U, but we used to pronounce it U A U. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. I, I remember going with him. Uh, I was playing music, but we went to a signing with the Zoo York guys. Yeah. And I got a Zoo York fucking shirt. Y'all are throwing out terms I've never heard before. Another skate brand. (laughs) Got it. Important thing to note here is when you're going to be name dropping and you're talking to a stranger, you probably want to ask if they've heard that name before. Uh, That way they don't have to ask for it themselves. I don't think I give off metalhead or skater bro vibes, so it would have been a lot better for the flow of the conversation if you were to have just divulged that information outright or asked if I knew what they were talking about instead of having me seem like, oh, I don't know anything about that subject. Uh, And on the flip side, if you're someone that doesn't know what the other person is talking about, go ahead and ask because if it comes back up in the conversation later and it turns out you don't know what the heck they were talking about, then you're going to look like probably what the skater bros would call a poser. I actually don't know if they still use that word, but you don't want to look like a poser. We were, we were, we were the generation. I don't have any of the insider information. So the generation after Jackass, you know, Jackass and like Wild Boys and Viva La Bam and shit like Uh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Came the kids that were like, okay, we can do this, and we're gonna shoot in sixty-five frame film. Okay. And I used to shoot him and sell to the magazines, but I also was playing music, and then the other guys were straight musicians man like ty ty biggest like our homie biggest god i don't know how to say this is it, is, it, is it gonna be nice okay <laughs> i don't like is it gonna be it. nice <laughs> no, 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 no 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 well okay think of the most metalhead guy but he happens to tie his black So this is probably one of the most important parts of our conversation. He's telling a story about his friends. One of his friends gets introduced into the story, and he thinks he needs to describe them using their race. And that's fine if race was a part of the story at large. I don't think that's where the story was going. We actually never got to the end. But if I can get to the end of someone's story and ask them what did them being black have to do with any of that, then that means you shouldn't have you shouldn't have used race as a descriptor. And so what happens when we tell a story and we describe people using their race and race has nothing to do with it, it's saying, I have this idea of this race and this person from this race did something 
contrary to what I believe that race would normally do, and I think that's worth noting. So it's really just showing our own prejudices when we start describing people in stories with their race, and there's nothing in the story that has to do with race. Uh, so avoid that at all costs. This guy has some racial snafus as we go through the conversation. He's very receptive to any advice that I give him, so I give him points on that. He's not a bad guy. He's not trying to be offensive, and I truly believe that he's going to integrate what I tell him to do uh, because he wants to do better. You can tell throughout the, entire, the, the rest of this conversation. He wants to do better, but since he made this, this racial mistake, he kind of feels like he has to keep fixing it, and it's kind of making it worse. We'll see how it goes through the rest of the conversation, but the guy's not a bad guy, so I'm not going to bag on him. But, no, yeah, he was, so, given at that time that we were here in Sacramento, yeah. he was, like, literally the only person in the whole school that was black that listened to metal. Yeah, and okay. Rock. And, we, like, he got ostracized. Why were you afraid of that being racist? It just <laughs> doesn't happen very often. No. You just, you just have I'm, to point that out. No, it's not pointing it out. It's me being sensitive to culture nowadays. Uh-huh. I can't just say that. I, I can't just say that. You, and you know that. And you're saying it's like back then it was it was uh it, it was, was it was it more was of a show days. Uh-huh. Deemed it not normal for black people to like heavy metal music, but they're still doing it by pointing it out. So instead of saying like, that was my, this is my friend. He likes heavy metal music. He's saying, this is my friend. He's black and he likes heavy metal music. So they're still playing into that stereotype. They're still making it not normal for black people to like heavy metal. Yeah. Especially at that so. school, though. It was like, if you, did, if you yeah. were listening to, like, Mac Dre or, like, anything like that, like, you would get ostracized. No, I get it. Yeah. I understand. So, I have no problem with skin color. Uh, God, why are we, why are we hitting this fucking point, man? Why do I have to be the white guy with the fucking must? <laughs> it seems so cash. This is, I, this is why, my, why can, I give you, I, can I give you some advice? Please. Don't don't even don't ever preference anything with I'm trying not to sound racist. Like don't even use that. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, don't okay. even use it. Because immediately I'm just like the next thing you're about to say is gonna be racist, you know? So it's just like if you say it and it would have been totally fine, like great, it's just you know Okay, okay, okay. Hey, hey, man. Uh no, dude. Exactly what I just said here. We never want to preface anything with, I don't want to sound blank, but because now we're going to sound blank. I don't want to sound racist, but I don't want to sound sexist, but I don't want to sound mean. People say, I don't want to sound mean all the time. There's no way for the listener not to have that interpretation after it's been said. So I think the specific wording this guy used earlier in the conversation is, I don't know how to say this without sounding racist. If you have to say that, or I don't want to sound racist, but it's probably not a statement that needs to be said. So just cut it out of the conversation, and you'll be in a much better place. I don't try and do this. I just don't. I don't want to sound like that. I have no problem with any man. My 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 dad is gay. Yeah. Married to a man. My no. You don't. Gay. You don't have to. You don't have to justify it. Nothing came off offensive. <laughs> did I do good? Okay. You did, you, yeah, nothing did came decent. off offensive. I did, I did decent. Yeah, you got, okay. you, you, passing grade. 
<laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> Thank you for understanding. You, you know the fucking yeah. situation. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, ra- um, race, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about things sometimes. Is it racist? I say I have a black uncle. <laughs> no. I wouldn't, yeah, don't, yeah, no, no, so, don't, and don't uh, justify it. Uh, Rodney Pete. <laughs> so what he's doing here is he's defending himself when, first off, he does not need to. He's telling me that he has a black uncle, that he has a gay dad. I have not accused him of homophobia or racism. So he's using his relationships to appeal to me that he's an accepting person. And I know he's starting to feel guilty about that. We don't want to do this. We don't want to use our relationships to prove that we're not racist, sexist, whatever it is, um, or homophobic. Uh, I remember a story when I was younger, my mom told me that she was accused of being racist. My mom's a white woman, I'm a person of color, and she was accused of being racist. She told the accusers that there's no way she could be racist because she has a black son. And back then I was thinking, yeah, that makes sense. There's no way you could be racist if you have a black son. That's not great reasoning. We've talked about it. We both know that that doesn't prove anything. You can still be racist if you have a black son. You could still be racist if you are a black person. You can still be sexist if you have a mom, if you have a girlfriend, if you have a daughter. It's, keep your, it's, it's your actions, it's your words, it's your beliefs. And also, not to the race point or the offensive, defensive point that he's making here, He's name dropping, and I know I've pointed this out. Don't assume people know your your hobbies, your work, the you know what you know. Don't assume people know what you know. Just give them that information. Don't make them hunt for it. Keeps the flow of the conversation going. Um, oh, justifying it. <laughs> Ron he Pete. <laughs> so Skippy is my uncle. Another name over my head. Oh, dark and dark. Um. Dallas Cowboys and went to the Rams. He got his ring this year. Okay. With the uh, with uh, Super Bowl. Sweet. 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 So he's O line coach. So. That doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. I just want to be like. It doesn't matter. You just I I like I like I'm that you just a I like that you just sit there and watch him just like yep here he is with his shovel. Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like how RoboCop is like, so <laughs> explain what you're like, explain what you're doing here. And you know, like the in the movie, the criminals are like, I'm just over here, like you know, just visiting my girlfriend, like you know, like. And then it's just like they just keep ex- trying to explain themselves. This RoboCop, he's a, literally a robot. He has no bias. Yeah. He's a fucking robot. Yeah. And it's just like. Error. It's coming from a guy that literally yelled at me the other day, uh, CHP, like what, a month ago? Pulled over a guy, and I watched the superior officer. I was like, hey, what's up, man? San Joaquin County. He's like, hey, man, good to see you. And then he was like, bro, you don't need to talk to every fucking cop you see. And we were walking with Andy to fucking. Yeah, no, we were walking to cheat this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not trying to hit that point. Very white. Hey guys, I'm very hey, fire department. God. All right, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you, you dig me under. Before you guys leave, yes, sir. I want to let you all know I'm actually going to bars, starting conversations with strangers. Okay. 
mostly women, uh, but I'm Are you I'm, recording right now? I'm recording people. Oh, uh, okay. and, and it's it's more or it, it could be for a podcast, but right now it's just going to be like an educational tool for men to approach women in non-sleazy yes, yes. ways, but also make friends. Uh, but I am recording. Uh, I can redact your names if you guys don't want this, and I can also delete it if you're like, I don't want that conversation out there. Um, I just want the recording to know. I fucking love everybody. And my favorite girls. Black girls. Like, god damn. Oh, I buy my fucking lip on that shit. So. so in a minute here, I'm going to explain to this man why what he just said was offensive. Things were wrapping up. I gave him an okay explanation. It wasn't the best one, so I'll put it here more succinctly. We never want to eroticize someone for their exotic features. Um, it's called trophy hunting. Um, we're saying you have um, something different about you. You have an exotic feature, and I desire you specifically because of that thing. Um, no one wants their beauty, their value linked to something innate that they can't control. It's very surface level. I actually go into a lot more detail about this in my Fluent Man blog. You can find that on Date Operator. The article's called Taboo Topics Questioning Race. I really recommend it if you want to interact with people of color or people of different races. All right. I, I know. Okay, I'm, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. It doesn't fucking matter. But. Yeah. No, I, I told you straight up, like, dude, you are a fucking, I'm bi, so you are a handsome fucking man, and I'm okay let it go, with let everything it, that you're doing. Let it go on the record. Please, <laughs> let it go on the record. Um, yeah. But, no, I'm fine with it, man. Just okay. fucking hit it. Like, do, do your research and do your job. Like, fuck yeah, but just know that, like, God. Hate that I have to cover up so much, you know. Like, did I? Did I covered up a lot, and I'm not trying to do that ever. Uh-huh. I just want to be PC, right? In this 2020 era, right? And not say the wrong thing just uh-huh. to talk to somebody, you uh-huh. know. And it's like I feel like I have to, you know. Do I have to though? You probably don't. I mean, honestly. I'm a stranger, you know. Like, if you would have told me that story, you didn't have to. You didn't have to mention anything about anyone's I, race. But I feel like I have to cover myself because I don't want to sound like he's the only person that would know. Well, he's from fucking Michigan, man. He's Mexican as fuck. But we've been best friends. Hey. We've been best friends for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> but we do need to leave. We need to go. To Is your mom over over there already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's all right. We're gonna, we're gonna go get pizza. You want pizza? I find it very endearing that they invited me out to pizza. It's a good sign that they found me interesting. I would definitely get a drink with these guys again. It was a fun conversation. I'm sure they got some cool stories. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting conversation. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna slap down and uh, no, I think that's some it. I think that's uh, well, I don't know. My beer's almost gone. I think I'm done for the night. <laughs> Yeah, but it was nice hey, chatting with y'all. Uh, oh wait, here's my card too. Sorry, just please, so you guys know. Give it, if you I, ever like, uh, if you ever like, is it actually, Instagram or is it? You can find my Instagram on that website. It's just date operator on Instagram. Yeah.
but true. You want some more? You want some more advice? Yeah. I'll give you one more. Yeah, please. You, Actually, you can't true. you can't eroticize women. You can't say black women are my favorite, right? You can just say like I really appreciate black women, but oh. don't say they're my. Don't eroticize them. No one likes being no one likes being exoticized That's just for their skin color. Very good point. Like if you were to say Latina. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you just like I really uh, no, appreciate no, no, them, no, but don't no. say like, oh, I, I like like they're my favorite because they're black. But that's not a good. No, no, and what, that wasn't what it was meant to be ever. I I get what you're saying. I'm just I'm that's that was my but advice. It's too. my drunken voice. I appreciate saying. appreciate not they're my favorite. Does that sound good? Hundred yeah. percent. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. Okay. Dude, it was so great meeting you. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that. Always nice to meet you as well. Um, Have a wonderful night. Enjoy your pizza. Let's see you all around. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate everything. Like, that, that Great. Awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'll see you later, okay? Yeah. Well, everyone, that is the end of the conversation. I hope you all enjoyed it. There were definitely some teaching moments in here. Sometimes we learn what not to say, and that's just as important to know when navigating a conversation. Now, if you have questions about me or getting to know strangers or, or want some dating advice, please email me at podcast at dateoperator.com. If I like your question, I'll answer it on here, and you'll also win a free discovery call with me. If you're someone that is struggling with dating or online dating, sex, or making friendships, please reach out, book a discovery call with me. We can make a plan to improve any or all of those areas in your life. Now, if you want some more dating-specific content, you can follow Date Operator on any of the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. All the handles are just Date Operator, one word. And there's also this podcast on YouTube, so if you want to watch me give the commentary, you can check out Getting to Know Strangers on YouTube. And then there's also my written content. So dateoperator.com slash blog. Three blogs are on there. There's the Interesting Man blog, which focuses on healthy habits and improving our lifestyle to become more attractive partners. Then there's the Fluent Man blog, which focuses on interpersonal skills, much like this podcast. And then last but not least, there is the Empathetic Man blog, which focuses on generating empathy for women and creating deeper channels of connection so we can sustain longer relationships. All right, that's the show. I hope you all enjoyed it. Please leave a five-star review and tell your friends.